At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Morning DNA uh, for March 8th, 2021. Uh, my name is Aaron Dicer. I am the man of a single black shirt. Why are you on that side? Because you got you got here first for once. And she is uh, Danae that. Hughes, who just fixed that because she is the woman of a million distractions. <laughs> hey, Danae. I'm also really short now. Look at, look at, look at. Yeah. Does your chair raise up at all? Like, you know. Yeah. Hold on. New space, got it. Got to figure it out. Total, yeah. You, there you go. I like it. I like it. Here, let me see if I let me see if I can help too. Okay. Um, Sorry for the podcast so, listeners. We know this is kind of a very visual, but I hold on. I I had to move my setup again. There is that better if I come down here. Does that feel better for you? My chair is apparently very very low. Yeah, that like doesn't me. help at all. No, I don't. I don't. <sighs> Okay. All right. And now the part where two old people <laughs> two old people adjust their seating. Check out my shirt, Lolly. Nice. Very nice. Hey, thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, we're gonna have a fun morning and enjoying seeing uh, all your comments uh, on uh, Twitch and YouTube and what was previously known as Periscope, but uh, starting March thirty first will just be known as Twitter uh, because it's just gonna be Twitter video. Uh, Twitio. So, uh, so How did they not do Twitio? In all those places and the social media network that shall not be named. Thank you for watching from there as well. <laughs> yes, something about books and their relation to faces. Uh, today, how are you doing? Man, welcome, I'm good. Welcome to your week. I'm yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. good. Any yes. reason? Anything you want to share? Anything you want to share? Ha ha. Anything? Anything? Anything you want to share? Ha ha ha. Wow, your energy is so okay. Can today. I be honest? Can I be? Can I be honest? Yeah. Uh, I recorded a, a narration script right before going on the air, and I realized that amps my energy elevation up quite a bit when I record those. Okay, that so makes I'm just, so much. I'm sense. just now re realizing I may want to like you know dial it back a little <laughs> bit. So, hey, Danae, 
Anything you want to share with everybody today as we start off a new week? I thought you were legitimately like super excited about something and there was something specific you wanted me to talk about. And I was like, oh, crap, I'm forgetting forgetting something very specific. Um, But no, no, today is exciting for me. I've got a sore arm because your girl got round one of. Oh, look at you getting vaccined. I've been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited about that. Lots of questions are uh, coming in from family and stuff about how did that happen? And um, so that's on my mind. I've, I'm literally texting people, letting them know that there a lot of the pharmacies have something called a, a waste protocol. And you essentially can call the pharmacy and say, hey, if somebody does not make their appointment and you have extras that you're going to just be thrown away, can you call me and I'll come? And that's exactly what happened. Uh, I got a call like, can you get here in 20 minutes? And I was like, yup, jumped in the car and went over there. So I'm super excited about that yeah. um, because I just immediately felt this sense of peace. Like, ah, okay. And I know not everybody is on the same page with vaccinations and that's not what we're here to talk about. Um, for me, I just started actually for the first time in a year. And in, in fact, it's almost been exactly a almost year. Almost exactly a year. I think we were in Nashville a year from ago uh, today. Yeah. Yeah. For the first time, I'm like, oh my gosh, I might be able to relax a little bit because I'm the kind of person who can't, I can't go out in a relaxed mm-hmm. way, even with a, with a mask and, yeah. and things. I just, I'm not in a good place mentally uh, to go, for example, to the aquarium with my daughter or something, or her birthday is coming up in April and, and thinking about having people over. It's just, I don't know. It's like a little bit. You're daring to I hope. I get scared a little bit. Yeah. But now yeah. I'm like, oh, oh. Oh, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe. So uh, I did decide to take the shot in my right arm, thinking that I lift up Iris with my left. Mm. However, I am now very hyper aware of how many things I do with my right arm. <laughs> it is it is pretty amazing how sore it gets. Uh, pretty sore. Yeah, it, it, it just... It... So, so because I know anatomy, physiology, kinesiology, blah, 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 blah. What I started to do was I started to lift up my tissue and just move it around and massage it yesterday when mm-hmm. it wasn't sore just yeah. to kind of keep all that stuff flowing. So I'm hoping that as the day goes on, that actually worked out to my benefit. Um, but anyways, mm. well, I I'm nervous, super distracted by chat though. I want to go say hi to people. No, go say hi go to ahead. everybody in the chat. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, no, I was just going to say I'm super nervous because I get my second shot today. Um, so I'm not super nervous. I'm really not, but I have heard that the second one can knock you out a little bit. Um, just kind of like give you like low energy, those kind of things. And so I have a lot to do this week. And so I am very nervous that it's going to throw my week into craziness uh, if like some sort of headache, tiredness or whatever takes me down for the rest of the day and I lose a day of the week or whatever. Oh, sorry about that. So, yeah, I'm just I, I guess I guess what I would say is I'm I'm cautiously approaching the rest of my day. So it, it could be an interesting one, but I will be fully vaccinated. And within the next three days, I think they say, Aaron. it's vaccinated. Uh, I should be completely safe. Uh, from COVID and continues to appear, uh, although the studies aren't final, that transmission is also either <laughs> greatly decreased or eliminated by the vaccines as well. So oh, man. that is exciting. And honestly, I think like, I would have thought we'd be talking about this of all things. Well, I mean, it's kind of on everybody's mind, so it's it not is. a surprise that we're talking about it. But I did see yesterday that 24% of every human in America has received their first shot. One out of every four people have already had a vac- uh, vaccine shot. That's huge. And that's much faster than I think people were thinking it might happen. So 
once every once it's like wide open and anybody who can get vaccinated wants to get vaccinated like things change it just changes and it's very exciting so we yeah. need to get a producer for this show we need to have somebody that can log in and throw up some comments so that everybody can see what's being said on twitch versus youtube versus because there's just some fun stuff why aren't you why aren't you throwing it up there well because i didn't want to distract you and i threw stuff up there while you were talking cool Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> you're not um, going to distract me and if i and if it doesn't distract you who's going to get distracted so yeah today 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 yes oh, mom that's my mother <laughs> i think i know what she's going to say i'm going to call it that she's going to say i love you because i do this to her in her twitch chat mm -hmm. on the regular yep uh good morning to slender man and uh mon and mark and JCD, who says that I forgot my phone book to sit on. <laughs> nice. It was super great. I really was enjoying Jose and Polly and Nick, who were freaked out about all the different ways that we were. Like, look, mm -hmm. look check it out, guys. Ah! Oh. <laughs> 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 you get a little freaked out there for a second. I apologize. I'm not used to being uh, on the right side. Our community says, I came here in dire need of good news and lovely vibes. Yay! Well, we hope That's what to we're here for. be able to do that today. You know, that was actually, we almost named the show Good News and Lovely Vibes. Uh, I would have been Good News, Danae would have been Lovely Vibes, and uh, we would have gone about our business. That's not true, but uh, <laughs> I felt like saying it. <laughs> no. No. Um, so there was, a, there was a comment up here. Let's see. That's cool. Mm -hmm, that I wanted to find again, but I got distracted. Yes. Ah, here we go. Nick said, I was just listening to the Scar Stories episode mm. of Shoot the Doe. Danae, I had a lead tattoo mark from a pencil that I got in the third grade in my thumb. That's interesting. <gasps> lead, lead buddies. buddies. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Here's mine. Oh, right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Very nice. Right Very nice. There. It's kind of hard to see. Because it didn't focus. That's that's one of the scars I talk about all the time. Can you see that? It made me want to talk about scar stories today. So I may retell that have, story today. I have one on my on my face, like under my where my brother dropped my the cat on the my cat. face. Your mm -hmm. cat scar. Yeah, yeah. I have one on my arm. I I genuinely don't know. And I think it one. might be from a burn. Oh, we're just showing scars. How this one right you? here is from where my dad threw oh, me out a window. We can't see. Um, Probably should tell that full story instead of just saying my dad yeah. threw me out a window. <laughs> you, you really should. Uh, Sarah says, I have a lead mark too. It's on the palm side knuckle of my middle finger. Why are you all stabbing yourself with pencils? Okay, just, so. Does not that, seem like a good idea. That um, That is going to be what we're going to talk about, I think, for my topic today. Okay, I've been enough. trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about. There's, I thought maybe we could do a would you rather game for my topic. Hmm. Uh, we should I do a would could, you rather day. We think, should maybe, honest. Well, we're almost we're almost done with this. So maybe okay. we can go through the book. But then I also pulled out the random questions from when we used to do interviews. And mm -hmm. I thought maybe I could ask a random question too. Sure. But we'll do scar stories again today. That's what we'll do. Those all uh those are all really fun. Um they really are. The those are those are good ideas for after the FAQs kind of uh, go away. Yeah, so, you're right. Yeah. I was trying to think of my topic and I couldn't think of a topic today. No, that's great. You know, and I, I've often said, you know, this is Shoe the Doe podcast. It is the morning DNA. It is all the things that Danae and I do together kind of coincide right here. And Shoe the Doe has a lot of different fun things that we could do if we wanted to take a someday yeah. and do, you know, mm. uh, one of our topics or whatever. We, can we really do, do want to get into the someday part of things. 
Hopefully it'll yes. be a little bit easier. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Well, uh, now, so that, now that we're both vaccinated, you know, <laughs> it should be. <laughs> vaccinated. It's vaccinated. No, I don't like that because it just makes me think of like a salon where there, it's a combination vaccine and waxing. And mm-hmm. I'm just, I just, you know, let's just go with yep. vaccinated. Yep. They rip out the hair so that it distracts <laughs> you from having the pain in your arm. That's exactly what happened. Did you think there was much pain for the shot? I, did, I barely felt it. No, yeah, no. I don't think so. No. Yeah. Not at all. No, the, the the most painful part was um, being inside of a public place. <laughs> <laughs> and just that's like going to linger, man. Even once, even once you're immune, that's going to linger. And it really it'll, is. Be, it'll be an interesting psych- psychological change to go through, to go was, back to being willing to be around people and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like, how long will I wear a mask? Even though I, I might not need to, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Slab said, I have a tattoo near my eye from seventh grade when someone poked me with a pencil we should just change the name of the podcast to lead buddies lead buddies this is crazy gosh i'm gonna share my lead story it's time i even though it's gonna be a little bit of a repeat is it for your topic today yeah i think so do you want to just shoe a dough yeah all right well let's shoe the dough then why don't we get into it let's start with the faqs and then we'll get to your lead story We'll make it uh unless you want to skip the FAQs okay. today. No, I think I think like so doc, your your commentary on a friend and all that stuff, uh Cyragdo, all this these injuries, you might want to like re- repeat them because we're going to talk about it again here in a minute. Yeah. Yep. We'll get to the uh D topic here in a second. Uh we're going to do a little DNA in you and uh so let us know um, what your U questions are with the letter U at the beginning, and we'll get those uh, at the end. You may want to hold them till a little bit later because the chat kind of hops and stuff disappears. And yeah, save your scar it. stories, JCD. Save your story. Save it. Save it. Save it. We're gonna get there. In a second. <laughs> what is the FAQ oh, for today? Me. The holy friend- my gosh! Oh, friendship application question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we're on the final page. This is the last one. Three questions. Okay, and again, these are the more serious friendship questions. Mm-hmm. Friendships are about Iron sharpening iron. Ooh, look at me going deep. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you think I'm making a mistake in my life, how would you talk to me about it? Hmm. I'd call you. I I'd make fun of you. I think is the the proper way to go here, right? That's why we're friends. Complete mockery. Yeah. Uh, it depends on what kind of mistake, and it depends on how close we are. If it's technically you and me, I feel like I could pretty much talk to you about anything I felt was important. If it felt like a mistake where you were putting others in danger or yourself in danger, I would have the earliest possible conversation with you about that and just say, hey, what are you thinking about here? And uh, and yeah, I think that's how I would handle it. So that's good. You win. Is is that is that all right? Like, is that OK? Yeah. My answer is I just don't talk to you about anything that's uncomfortable. That's how we remain friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true, though. If you felt like if you felt like one of your friends was in danger or putting somebody else in danger, you'd have a conversation. Yeah, I think so. Well, you stood between yeah. two people that were about to poke each other with knives. So you you one not... had a gun, one had a knife. Oh, I'm sorry, a gun and a also, knife. Also, my mom doesn't know that story. Sorry, mom. <laughs> um, what? I thought we've told that story many many times. She might have heard on it on the show. I'm not sure. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. If her butt's puckering right now. We'll know. <laughs> Um, okay. So this person answered, I would ask you why and want reasoning for your decision and make sure you know what you're getting yourself into, uh, but allow you to direct the outcome. Hmm. Yeah. I like that. I also like what, uh, so we're good. She's heard that story. Don't have to have that conversation face to face. You found one on Twitch. <laughs> uh, that Weta says uh, mockery is indeed the right answer for random stuff, but straight come to Jesus meeting for serious stuff. Yeah, probably right. 
you can approach stuff jokey unless it's not jokey. And finding that balance and finding where that line is is sometimes difficult. But I think the other part of that equation is how close you are to the person. Are yeah. they somebody that is that legitimately has invited you into their life in that way? Well, this um, is a friendship application question. So I'm assuming you're going to be friends on some deep level. Right. And I guess I guess it's good to know. Do you want to be called out on stuff? There's some people that I would have considered friends that when I would have a call out moment, which my mm -hmm. version of calling out is kind, like I try to be kind about it, um, kind of do what he was saying in, in this, would ask like discovery questions. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. So you thought about this, you thought about this. And if they're really solid in their reasoning and they're just headed towards a, a lesson and the lesson is something that they're going to be able to recover from, I, I almost err on the side of, I don't know that I would do that, but good luck and I'll help you any way I can kind of a thing. Um, but if it's like a serious thing, I think I'd be mm -hmm. very adamant about doing yeah. something differently if I was really concerned. Um, but some people don't want to know. Some people just want to make their own decisions. Well, Holly said, um, most people don't want to know. Yeah. Most people want to make their own decisions. That's what makes it so difficult. Uh, Greg uh, says something really important, I think, uh, that he says, uh, I can think of several examples of so-called accountability gone bad. And then follows it up with, I wish my heart attitude was more like, teach me to love correction, but it's not. And most of us are like that. We don't want to be corrected. We don't mm -hmm. want to be confronted with our own mistakes, confronted with our own issues, confronted with the pain we may be causing for others. Well, there's so that's, a difference. That's what makes too. it so difficult. There is a difference, too. And one person's version of a mistake is not the same, which I think the discovery right. process is really important. Like If you're genuinely thinking, oh, my friend's about to make a big mistake here. That discovery process to figure out what their line of thinking is, like, uh, for example, a friend of mine was making some financial decisions that I was like, "Ooh, I don't know that I would do that." But that's not my decision. That's not my money. That's their money, right. you know. So I asked some questions about it. I asked questions like, "Hey, do you need help with budgeting, or um, have you thought about these other items?" And mm. her response was, "Nope, I haven't thought about that at all. Should I?" Okay. I'm going to be bold with you and I'm going to tell you my opinion about stuff just in case it's helpful mm -hmm. and not make it about being like a mistake because there's lots of ways to do something and maybe there's quote unquote better ways to do mm -hmm. something, but it doesn't mean that there's just like one right way. Um, yeah. But of course that's just like, like a, that's a superficial one. There's some, you know, serious ones that are always a little uncomfortable, but I liked Lolly saying the British way is to put on a kettle and discuss over a cup of tea Mm -hmm. Or just warm water. And then you know? Slab says, in a passive-aggressive way, I'm sure. <laughs> <In response laughs> <to that. laughs> yes, that, that does tend to be the British way. Uh, uh, Tyler says... A lot, if, lot of oh, Britishness in the, the news right now with the big Oprah interview oh, no. yesterday. Yeah. No. What, a, what a shocking Ooh, Speaking thing. of tea... Oh, let's talk about the tea. Lots of spilled tea. Uh, Tyler says, if an actual friend, just be straight up and remind them I love them and support them. For Danae... Let her do whatever she wants and later tell you poor <laughs> 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 toys. <laughs> yeah. I actually really push back on advice. I I am a uh I uh demand the right to my own way, even if it's really complicated and very wrong and makes a lot more of a mess. Uh I I have always been that person that pushes back pretty hard on receiving advice. Although it's gotten better over the years. Um yeah, there's some there are some lessons I've learned where every single person that was a friend to me told me you're making the wrong choice in a progressively more aggressive manner. Like it started off, hey, Danae, don't know how I feel about that. 
hey, Danae, no, no, no. And it's like, Danae, this is a bad idea. I still did it. Uh, and the lessons I learned in that is what woke me up. Mm-hmm. So I kind of still had to do it my own way. But I really appreciated being able to look around and go, wow, these people are my friends. These people are the ones who came to me and expressed concern and had the insight, the foresight to tell me that I was doing something super dumb. Yeah. So I, on the other hand, uh, love to be told when I'm wrong. Uh, and that may sound like a joke. It is no, not. He's, he's I'm. Not, I'm. Gen- I genuinely love being corrected. Uh, it is one of my favorite things growing up. Where I learned this was when I would do something, and somebody would be like, "You did this wrong," or you know, "You should think about doing this." And I would get to say thank you, and then change. Like that's one of my favorite things. Um, so for me, I have to worry—not worry, but I have to sometimes find the balance of accepting other people's version of myself over or or version of what's right and wrong for me over my own. Mm -hmm. And I am, I am the person who apologizes too much. I am the person who uh, takes ownership of problems that aren't my own because I like the, the idea of conflict resolution and those kind of things. So I've had to find the balance of, of those. Now, does that mean I'm, I'm never stubborn? No, there are times I'm stubborn in my ways and, and those kind of things too. But for the most part, uh, I, I err on the the other side of the equation. I think. The warning I would say for anyone whose goal it is in life is to be Aaron's friend. <clears throat> Here's the warning. The warning is he likes to be corrected, but he really wants to talk about it a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's the fun part of being corrected is to have that conversation and be like, oh, you're right. And then go into the philosophical parts of, you know, why my thinking was maybe off and. Yeah. Which is when I like ease out of the room and slowly close the door. <laughs> it also means you are in store for an uh, like a a ever evolving human being whose ideas That's and so thoughts weird. change like all the time. Like so it, weird. So I don't know if I like it. <laughs> no, it can be annoying. No, I love you, it. I genuinely love it. I, I've been your friend for a long time. I love no, it. No, no. Stop it. Record it. <laughs> uh liked this one. I'm from sorry, Jose. what I was doing was wrong. I will I will stop. <laughs> Um, Jose says, it's also important to know when you correct someone, uh, they may hate that you're doing so in the moment, but thank you later. I've been that person. Exactly what I was kind of mentioning. I didn't like it yeah. in the moment, but yeah. later on upon reflection, it was, it was big. Um, there, there's, there is another part of this too, that you assume everybody is like you. And so that's the other right. part of this I've dealt with, with, I correct people a lot because I assume they want to be corrected. Like I think of like little things like grammar or spelling or those kind of things. And and people don't <laughs> really enjoy that. <laughs> so it's like I have I to do, learn. Because my mom corrected my grammar all the time. Yeah. So I I learned to appreciate that. Yeah. I, I learned the hard way that not everyone does, just like you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, Miguel does a quick poll on, for those who are um, watching on YouTube, asking if we're going to discuss the toad, which then, of course, we wonder what that's about. Here's an unrelated thing that JCD said. Saw a massive toad at work just hanging out. <laughs> totally unrelated. So, uh, quick poll. <laughs> if you said we would discuss it, we are. What? We toad? have discussed it. We have just discussed it. Um, Send pics so on Discord. Massive what, toad. What is this? Like, massive toad. That, to me, massive means it's the size of a cat. No, I would say a massive toad is, like, the size of, uh, boy, I can't think of, like, a coffee cup. Like, a so- coffee saucer. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Great. Now I get to imagine that I'm like sucking Sipping coffee, coffee a from a toad. There you Great. go. Great. It's going to be a good day. Go ahead. Uh, take a drink. Go ahead. Says, take a drink. I dare you. <laughs> okay. If it tastes like toad pee, I'm so, uh-huh. I'm be so mad. You know what? Coffee kind of tastes like toad pee. <laughs> 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 I didn't drink anything. 
Dio says, um, I'm Wayland. How did you two become friends? Oh, that feels like a you question, doesn't it? Should we talk about yeah. it now or should we hold it? Uh, it's kind of related to now. We could, okay, fair enough. We're in the moment. You do like being in the moment. Um, I guess I'll start. Uh, I called our, our local radio station after being told many, many times over many, many years that I would be great on radio uh, and literally decided, okay, the last person that told me that was my massage therapy client who was on the table receiving a massage. Um, she was asking me some questions. We were talking and she goes, you know, you'd be good on radio. And I rolled my eyes and she said, let's talk later. So she took me out to lunch and she's like, you need to call a radio station. And I was so annoyed with hearing people say that over and over and over again. So I decided to just one day call the radio station and make a, basically make a game of it. Like I'm going to, be so ridiculously myself that nobody would hire me just to kind of prove. Um, and they ended up putting me on the morning show almost instantly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so everybody was right. And um, that's where Aaron was. Aaron was the morning show guy. But it took a little bit of time to get from me walking in the door and having the most awkward interview of all time uh, to being on the air with him. And then it took a few months of just conversation for us to realize we were actually going to be really great friends. So, but that's kind of how it started. It started with Aaron, the professional morning show host who had had a 15 year career in radio. He had managed radio stations. He'd managed people. He'd done all the music. He'd done all the producing. He'd done all this stuff and he's on this morning show. And then here comes the chaos button, the chaos magic of Danae. And he's like, I think I could harness that. And he did. And so but our friendship developed kind of uh, because every single morning, our job was literally to talk about anything and everything. So it was retelling stories and digging into fun things that we've done before. And he taught me how to, you know, here's some lip gloss. Like, how can we turn this into something that we actually can talk about on the radio today? Um, because it's a four hour show where you're going live in between songs quickly within two minutes to talk to people about fun things that'll make them smile and laugh and think and then get on with their day and kind of brighten their life. So I was learning a lot from him and he was learning a lot about me, obviously, because we're talking so much and we just let, we crack each other up and laugh. And that's also like a really good foundation for a friendship, at least for me. If someone can make me laugh, we're in a good, we're in we're in good spirits. That's good. Likewise, uh, my side of that story is a little bit different. Danae had several walls to climb to become my friend. I had walls put up um, specifically. I didn't climb walls. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. I don't climb. I don't. You know, you know who the you know who the uh, Kool Aid Man is uh, because that is Danae coming through your walls. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's like Wanda Maximoff when she just goes and like just right. Yes, just yes. walls fall. That's what. No, it is. but I I had a, a general wall up just against like new like true friends in general um so and then i also had a very much a wall up yeah hey dave uh good to see you hanging out hey, with us and you're people. absolutely right uh dave says the best shows grow like this and this is this is kind of what i'm getting to but um i also had a wall up against female friendships as well which is something that comes from my upbringing those kind of things and so i don't know if you know this about danae uh, she is a female Mm -hmm. And so I, I was in many it, ways, I, am. <laughs> I was in many ways, uh, just kind of 
distant from the idea of a friendship with her in general, just from my upbringing. But there was something about her on that first day where I could tell she was not intimidated by me. A lot of people, when they meet me, are intimidated by my size, by my demeanor, by those walls that I may have up that uh, keep people at a distance. And she was just willing to burst right through and to play and to laugh. And that first day that Danae was in uh, the building, I was very aware that we could have fun volleying topics and fun kind of things so he, he I, called it he called it volley, volleying i called it conversation <laughs> he's like but he's you like, know you there's know a how, difference you know how to play and i'm like yes i know how to respond to you but mm. there is a difference now i realize that not everybody well and at the time i really didn't have a a true understanding like not everybody can talk or right. feels comfortable talking or joking especially or like, once a microphone in, enters the picture yeah you this know there's means this, nothing there's a thing called mic fright that happens to a lot of people uh, where a mic, a mic enter, enters the picture and one of two things happen. You either clam up because you're like, who is listening on the other end of this mic? Or two, you get really performative and you make big, you know, things with your voices. <laughs> My and, name is Danae. I'm a radio guy. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the mic can cause these, these psychological reactions. And Danae had none of that. <laughs> and it, the, she treated the microphone like she treated my walls. She just didn't care. She was I just going to have fun. She was just going to play. So I knew immediately this is somebody I could be friends with and, uh, and, and able to do. Dave says the fact that you can do that and not be in the same room says a lot. <laughs> Keep up the good work, friends. Thanks, Thanks Dave. man. Really appreciate that. Good to see you. Um, but yes, it is, it is one of those things where I became very aware quickly that we were going to have a blast doing the show together. And that had never happened to me before. I'd had several other co-hosts. They were fine. They were fun. They were they were friends. But uh, for instance, one of them, when we weren't on the air together, left the room to go work on stuff in, in another room. There was no way we were like like we were having too much fun when we weren't talking on the air. <laughs> like, you know, it's just like so th there's a naturalness to our friendship and it just worked. It just worked and it hopefully continues to work and we continue to have a good time. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but the friendship for sure started in like the professional realm. And then mm -hmm. um, we very intentionally, and this was uh, something that Aaron really made a, pur uh, a purposeful decision to do is we get together as a family purposefully. So like our family gets together with Aaron's family um, so that we can all just be together and develop, yeah. develop a friendship, which I apparently have not been that great at over the years. Like I'm, I'm kind of, um, I sort of float around and I just experience my moments and, sort of forget that friendships are something that requires work. And and when you don't have the convenience of proximity, like when you're in school, for example, there's a convenience there because you're in proximity to each other and it's it's easier to maintain a friendship. I think that's one of the reasons that the friendships that we have sometimes in school years can be so valuable or devastating for those of us who had no friends. <laughs> um, but for me in my adult life, you know, that is something else. It wasn't just we went to work together. It's when work ended, we tried to make sure that as families, we got together and did things very purposefully. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that's a little I, bit. And that comes from that comes. I am a commitment guy. I am the, the guy that's like, OK, if we're going to be close, <clears throat> here's what that's going to look like. I'm the guy that still makes sure that my you know three best friends from college and their families and us get together every guy. single summer He's for a week's guy. vacation, because that's important to me. We the, when you find <clears throat> that connection with someone as a friend or, you know, even it kind of goes to marriage too. It speaks to, you know, my views on marriage as well. When you find somebody that you can vibe with like that, that you can have fun with like that, 
that doesn't come along all the time. And there is a reason to treasure it. There is a reason to protect it. There is a reason to commit to cultivating it. Um, so yeah, I just, I, I think that's one of those things where for me, it becomes very important at that moment. Oh, I know I've got something really special here. Let's grow it. Let's protect it. Let's really mm -hmm. cultivate it. And so, yeah, so our, our families continue to get together outside of what we do and well, you know, outside of pandemic, you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> so hopefully um, that'll start again soon. I wanted to point out a couple of people that were, uh, uh, understanding what you were saying, Aaron, um, mm -hmm. Derek, AKA Moko made on Twitch said, I've been told I'm intimidating. I'm not hundred percent sure why though. And Jose said, I've been told I come off as intimidating because I want to be friends immediately with people. And that's something too. It's like self-reflection. I'm a very intimidating person, even though I have like a lot of, like, I think I have a gift with making people feel comfortable. Um, there's a lot of intimidation because I have so much energy. I actually uh, had an interview situation last week. And I was so concerned. I called, I talked to Aaron about this. I was so concerned that I botched it because I have so much energy and excitement that I think I just mow people over unintentionally. And so mm -hmm. that can be intimidating. It can also be intimidating if you just have like resting, you know, beep face where you just don't emote a lot or you just are unapologetically I'm you sometimes. And you just kind of like, cause Aaron's got that situation. His, I have to kick him under the table sometimes in meetings or something to remind him to emote. Aaron, you know, it's like, like Aaron, it needs to look like you're paying attention. It needs to attention. look like you care. This is him. Like he's got his, like, he's got his phone and he's just like this. <laughs> we call that resting Grinch face in Grinch, case you, in case, in case you wanted to think of the PG 13 version. Of yeah. It. Yeah. But um, all that to say, I think sometimes like you can get other people's perspective of you and it can feel like stifling, but Truly, just be yourself because people will be attracted to that in the right time and the right frame. And there was also a mention of uh, Dio says, oof, this is hitting hard. That friendship maintenance is something I'm terrible at. Honestly, same. I realized about two or three weeks ago that it has been three years since I had contacted this one particular person and I was feeling like I needed to contact her. And the first thing I should do is apologize to her because... I dropped the ball multiple times. She's reached out to me and I've been like, yeah, cool. We'll see each other. And I just get lost in my world. I actually had a dream about her three nights ago. It was really intense. And that to me is like, something's working out in my psyche. I need to call Hannah. But um, what I did in that day when I realized I had dropped the ball on just maintenance is I wrote down a list of about six people that I genuinely care about. I love their opinion and they mean something to me that I have not ca called or contacted in a while. And I'm just going to make a point that I keep it. It's right over there. And I just look at it. And I'm like, okay, Abby, I need to make sure that I call Abby. And even though it feels a little superficial in a way, because I'm so in my moment, I, it reminds me, this is someone that you value. This is someone that you should reach out to and at least text and say, Hey, thinking about you, hope you're well or whatever. And it does. And to me, that takes a lot of effort because I'm a selfish person and I don't do well with uh, friendship maintenance when it's not convenient, when it's not right in my window, when it's not mm -hmm. a video game I can play. I love, man, I love my online community. I love being able to hop in a chat room and say hi to my friends. That is, that brings me life. Playing video games online, for example, that is a really good thing for me. But I forget that in real life, when I'm like 60, 70, 80 years old, I do want to have some people that I know in real life <laughs> who I can go to tea with or something. And so I have to actually work at those relationships and it does take effort. 
Don't be too hard think, on yourself. I don't be too hard on yourself and also realize that we're all made differently. And for somebody like me who uh, like has those walls put up, uh, it's a lot easier to maintain friendships when you only have six of them. You know what I mean? Like it's, I think there is also an element of like today with your personality or others who are like you, where it's like, you want everybody, you want to be everybody's friend. Like, you know, you want, but you can't do that. You cannot maintain and cultivate true deep friendships with everybody that you like or come in contact with. And I come in contact with and like a lot of people. I just know I'm not going to, you know, it's not going to be a lifelong friendship unless something special, interesting, you know, happens. Uh, and that's very rare. So, yeah. Doc says, what's all this talk of friendship? What is this? My little pony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are so fun. I like that you lead the show. Um, you know, it takes us into some really interesting places. There were a couple of questions uh, I wanted to address uh, from Greg. Greg says, uh, do you guys ever see yourself having a morning radio show again? We kind of see this as our outlet for that part of our existence, what we do yeah. with the morning DNA. And honestly, as life as life continues, we hope, we hope, fingers crossed, there will be more some days than there are Mondays. Uh, Meaning in, we hope to do this show more frequently so that it becomes like a daily show. Yeah, like a daily kind of radio morning show. The other answer to that question is it would have to be a very specific uh, thing that could happen for us to do that uh, with what we're doing in our lives right now. If, some, if somebody wanted us to do just what we're doing here, but then occasionally just turn, you know, the audio on from this onto their radio station or something. We're, you open. Know? Like, we're <laughs> open to having those conversations, but it's, yeah. It's it would, different. It would have... in, in the world of radio, like I mentioned, um, just to kind of like more a little quick, quick behind the scenes thing is um, most of the radio stations are playing music. And so their mm -hmm. morning show style is different. They couldn't just pop in this audio in between music because it wouldn't be cohesive. It wouldn't make right. a lot of sense. It doesn't draw someone in. Uh, there's not a little bow at the end of just like fun laughter. And then like, you're kind of back to your day. So it does take a bit of effort to create a morning show. We did that for six, seven years, seven, that years, for seven yeah. years. So it takes an effort. Um, and man, I loved it. I miss it. But where we're at now with the jobs that we do now, we would have to do a show more like this where we did it kind of every day. Yeah. And it would be awesome. And we kind of hope, like it's one of those things where you have a goal and you sort of hope that something goes that direction. But right now you're not quite sure how, especially considering we want to go live Mondays and Sundays and the rest of the week on those Sundays, it, it makes it difficult right now, right now. Yeah. But yeah. it'll hopefully get a little easier. Yeah. Um, the other question I wanted to answer, uh, and this is specifically a practical question for those watching live. Greg says, I'd like to read everybody else's comments. How come I cannot? Uh, there are four different places um, that people are commenting from, and you are on one of them. Uh, we try to pop in the comments that you know we want to talk about uh, on the show and read them um, so that you can kind of cross-pollinate the, uh, the chats. But if that's what you're asking, then that is the answer to that question. Mm -hmm. uh, you won't see them at your uh, social media place necessarily because they're coming in on Twitch or Twitter or, or YouTube. Mm -hmm. So yep. that's how we're going to do the show for now. Yo, that's yeah. just, it's how we're going to be able to kind of reach out to everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted to say, Mariella, I saw your comment. Um, it would be kind of like hopping back into the topic, but uh, I did want to point out to the 15 core friends. I think that's really important. Sure I think that. 15 is too much, but that's just me. That's, that's I, good. That's a good that is, a lot. that is a lot. If you can handle 15 like true core friends, good on you. 
Um, I also saw your comment earlier. I'm, I'm looking back for it for uh, why people think you're intimidating. Oh, here it is. Uh, she says, I'm black. So intimidating is normal. Boy, um, that's a, that is a conversation I would love to have with you, Mariella. It's not a conversation I can fully you know, expand on or uh, really talk about from my perspective, from my life. But, um, but man, I've definitely heard that. I've, yep. I've definitely heard that. So, yeah. So for those of you who are also feeling like you kind of get hated on for certain things, there's a lot of people that can um, relate. And I think that's important. And it's, a, you know, it's not okay, but I think it's, it's okay for you to be who you are. Um, because whether it's your skin tone or your personality, someone's not going to enjoy it. Uh, yeah. And you have to find the people that do. I'm, I'm yeah. still waiting for a whole bunch of internet. And, 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 for me. and in a situation oh, yeah. like Marielle is talking about where there's bias and racism involved, uh, it is on us to change as well. You know what I mean? It's not just it's not just on uh, Mariella to ignore. It's on all of us to check our own biases, check our own, you know, and to be able to create a world where that kind of stuff doesn't happen uh, mm -hmm. one person at a time. So, uh, so yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Wow. Um, so we're either going to go really long or we're going to go really short today. Well, either or we're going to admit we're already in the U topic and just <laughs> we are. let's just keep going. Let's just keep going. No, we'll Danae, you wanted to talk today. about scars and we kind of okay, put that okay, on okay. halt. So all let's right, get to right, the right. D topic. Uh, Danae, what is your topic today? Scar okay. stories. Well, surprise. Um, and thank you guys for this because I was genuinely trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about today. Uh, and so since this one came up, I will tell my scar story and you guys are welcome to retell your own. My little scar story that was brought up earlier is this. Uh, oh my gosh. How are you going to see it? Oh my. I don't think, I don't think we have a, a good way to see these. Yeah. Um, I have a really dark mark on my knuckle from lead that entered my body because it was on the tip of a compass. So wow. remember how I've told you guys, like I didn't have a lot of friends growing up. It all started in, in wasn't even middle school. I think this was, fourth grade i believe i was the new kid at the new school and i i was just at the point where people were like oh new girl vibe we're gonna be friends with new girl and it was just tipping over into oh she's weird i was called weird every day all the time mm -hmm. um because of my energy and like my uh, like disney princess singing unabashedly without realizing that not everybody does that and just you know my quirkiness which i love now but and didn't realize it was weird then either because i kept doing it but anyways this claim your quirk danae claim your quirk <laughs> this one particular day we were sitting at our desks and we were drawing perfect circles with those little compasses and so of course there's that pointy part um, and then I had a secondary pencil that had a um, no eraser on it. So you could see the lead. And I just remember somebody saying that you could push the lead out of the pencil. So I decided to try to use the pointy end of the compass to push the lead out of the pencil. And as you can imagine, it went through the pencil out the side and directly into my finger. And I remember the feeling being like a gong, like bong, because it hit bone and it stuck. Hmm. It's a pleasant, um, pleasant so experience. I'm sitting there in this class and I lift my finger up and hanging off of it, stuck in my finger is the compass. And I let out this like blood curdling scream, which maybe I should have had more control. I was a child. I can't, don't judge the child. I scream so loud that the other side of the school heard me scream. So then of course, all of these people turn and look at me and then I'm rushed out of the room and I'm taken to the principal's office and I'm taken into this the principal's bathroom where she's looking at it. There's no blood or anything. It's not like gory. It's just stuck in there. 
my mother happened to, she's a nurse at the time. And she happened to work at a doctor's office that was just around the corner, like maybe six blocks away. And so I was telling my principal, let, let's wait for my mother to get here. And she says, no. And she grabs my finger, grabs the compass and yanks it out. At which point I punch her in the face (laughs) because that was a direct violation of what I had said. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so my mom, I believe, arrives to a hysterical child. Um, I was forgiven for the punch. I wasn't in trouble for that. I think they chalked it off to reaction. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that was how I got my, my cool scar, which... That lead is still in there to this day. I had to have a tetanus shot and all that stuff. But, you know, then I was a social pariah. So that was the beginning. That Like this scar represents a lot more. Isn't that, that's the interesting that. part when you tell these stories is how they become metaphorical and sometimes too. They become these reminders of, you know, a, a changing point in a lot of ways. Uh, here's some from earlier. Uh, JCD says, I have a scar on my forehead from a BB gun that my brother shot at a telephone pole. And one on my finger when I sliced myself on accident. So does that mean then that the the gun was shot at a pole, but then it ricocheted back into his forehead? It either means that or or that he just missed the pole and hit his brother. Um, so, it, Or it means he was shooting at his brother and was like, oh, I was aiming at that telephone pole, but it hit you. <laughs> oh, oh, or, and I or have four it... boys, so I'll just tell you, I, I lean towards that one. Or maybe JCD's sure. brother called him telephone pole, and that was just his nickname. Okay, uh, Doc says a friend and I were both going to pick up a metal bat at the same time and he beat me to it. I have a messed up tooth because of it. Uh, I've talked about knocking my brother's oh, no. uh, tooth out with a baseball. I had one of my teeth broken half uh, at a swimming pool. Um, so yeah, there, that, those are always fun. I had to, there was an, this was when I was, I'm going to say somewhere around 10 or 11. And uh, I always looked older than I was. I probably looked like I was 15, 16. And the, these teenagers were just roughhousing and like started spinning me around in the water and just jacked my head up against the edge of the pool and uh, lost half a tooth. So I had to get, uh, had to get that fixed all up. Uh, let's see. Cyregdo says, I sat on a couch at a friend's house and a pencil had fallen between the cushion. So when I went to sit down and use my hand to brace myself, it stabbed me. No. That's rough because you're stabbing yourself with your entire weight. We have a friend oh. who accidentally <laughs> stabbed themselves trying to go through a door. Um, so yeah, that's you're, you're, you, you don't realize how much your body weight can really harm you. Uh, no, this, that kind of- just literally triggered me because I remember being told like the... Um, these people would like put like syringes in the seats of like cinema and you would oh, go. Oh yeah. Like or in the and, pay and phone, was, the change yeah. thing in the pay phone was a big one. Yeah. Or, like the, the, the bubble gum machines and stuff. And I just remember being so afraid to put all those urban legends. And yeah. Stuff. And now here, Cyragdo has mentioned this one and I'm a little, I'm very uncomfortable. Polly says, I have a skill saw wound on my arm. I'm lucky enough to have a hand, honestly, but it just broke the skin and cut nothing else. <laughs> Um, man, have you seen some of the, the newer saws? They have that instant stop thing where anytime they feel anything that has um, like a fleshy feel to it, it's just like an instant like breath. Those things are incredible. Those have saved a lot of hands, I'm sure. But also that's why I've never, ever, ever used a skill saw. My grandfather was missing a couple fingers due to a, his saws because <laughs> he was a handyman without fingers. 
Slab says, as we mentioned earlier, you question, do you have um, any scar stories? <laughs> Slab is just a, a jerk. I love it. Um, here's one from Matt. When I was 13, I went on a church father-son float trip. Five minutes into the trip, one of the other kids accidentally hit me in the face with an oar, splitting open my eyebrow. Ew. I was bleeding pretty profusely, but we had no way of turning around. We only had aspirin and no bandages. Oh, my goodness. I had to finish a five-mile float that way and then got stitches afterwards. I still have a scar that pokes out from under the end of my eyebrow. Good times. Wow. Can you imagine, like, knowing that you have to have stitches and being like, okay, church floats on. (laughs) 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 I I have no doubt that there was a prayer circle about that one. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Um, in fact, my brother apparently, apparently is in the chat says, all I have to say is baseball. Uh, hey, yeah, brother. Knocked out his tooth with a baseball as, as yeah. previously mentioned. Of course, then Aaron mentions the cat situation. Right. Yeah. We just go back and forth. Back with and how forth. We have yeah. damaged yeah, yeah. each other's faces. Uh, I have a scar on my chin from a trip to Disney world where I fell getting out of the bathtub. You would be surprised how many people, uh, get injured or die in, uh, in the bathtub or shower every year. It is a lot. That place is slippery. Be careful. Thank um, you. As the mother of a four-year-old that takes baths <laughs> and I get really scared. Thank you. <laughs> it is, no, it's a dangerous place. It's it a dangerous slick. place. It is. It really, it really is. is. Lots of hard surfaces. Lots of slippery hard surfaces. You know so, what yeah. else is dangerous? <laughs> that light dusting of snow when you just take one wrong step and your hip just goes on out. <laughs> oh, not to mention the arthritis. The arthritis that happens <laughs> when the storms come in. The oh, darn slippery mercy. tubs. <laughs> mercy, that arthritis will get you every time. Right every time. Gotta be careful gotta take your medicines speaking speaking of knees uh miguel says i have a scar on my knee from when i was 10 my health nut dad convinced me to run with him five minutes in tripped and fell on the sidewalk knee first oh man oh man my mom's in the chat she could tell some stories of when she fell and had stuff all up in her knee i almost passed out because i had Mm -hmm. to oh i was 16 but i didn't have my driver's license she falls uh busts her knee gets like gravel all in and it was so nasty but i had to be the one that drove her to the emergency room so my first time solo driving a car was to because my mom couldn't pressure was on but thankfully it wasn't like a five speed or anything miguel says the bathroom is dark and full of terrors (laughs) you're not even kidding (laughs) no yeah that is is no joke yeah danae you've been around uh for injuries for my kids uh occasionally that's true Um, you uh was it christian that really jacked up his knee and you were there mm-hmm. to and then we had to go to the emergency you didn't go to the emergency room but then we went to the emergency room they had to dig gravel out of like his kneecap mm-hmm. and that was not a pleasant experience for him as a child um but Mom yeah it's, me i was 15 ah, when i drove yeah ah. yeah i uh i mentioned the only scar i feel like i need to explain because i mentioned the one on the back of my hand that's actually from basketball uh the um one on my face i mentioned my when my brother dropped the cat on my face uh, but the one I feel like I need to explain is when I said my dad threw me out the window. Uh, that scar is actually, I was leaning on the window and I was blocking the view of, this was on vacation and we were near one of the Disney parks and the fireworks were going off. And apparently I was blocking everybody's view because, you know, I, I'm big. And uh, and my dad was like, get out of the way. I apparently didn't hear him. And so he came, he came and gave me a little love tap on the rear end to be like, hey, you know, we need you out of the way. And that sent me through the window and <laughs> <laughs> of the hotel that we I were staying love in. Tap is just like, just like, whoop. You know what, giant... You're in the way. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I went through the window and cut my uh, cut my arm up a little bit and have a scar from that. So, yeah. Yeah, you and your brother. 
who mm-hmm. also said that he has a scar on his wrist from punching through a, what he thought was plexiglass, but turned out to just be glass because sister was on the other side. Wow, you guys, <laughs> you guys. Um, Breezy Childhood. wants to know what floor you were on after first floor, were, thankfully. thankfully. Yeah. Um, but also, I, it's not like I went all the way through the window. Uh, but it was, it was the first. You didn't go all the way through because well, visually... I didn't like tumble. No, because honestly, I would have cut. I would have cut my stomach. Like you know, like it was yeah. like I, I managed to catch myself. You know, through it must have just been a weak spot in the window or something. But we were right by the pool, and there were a lot of poolside guests that were like, "Why is this child just crashed through <laughs> oh, this window?" No. <laughs> Um, Moko so. says, I took a bad fall in the shower a couple of weeks ago yeah. and then adds, um, I was upset that none of my dogs came to check on me as I was lying <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> it's better than when you have kids. I remember at our old house, uh, <laughs> I, I took a tumble down the stairs when my uh, boys had friends over and I'm just laying at the bottom of the stairs and they all come over and just stand over me and start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst. That is the worst. I come from a family that giggles when things are uncomfortable. Uh Yeah. Um, And so injuries are like, it's a giggle fest. And Mm -hmm. I've seen someone slip and fall on the way up some stairs before like the stadium seating in a basketball game or something. And I just, the visual, like their face, they're like, (gasps) you know, like Mm -hmm. the gasp, the, the surprise, the way that their body wiggles. It just, it hits me in this funny bone part. And it's not funny because someone could really get hurt. So I've over the years had to work so hard at not laughing, but we come from a giggle family. I think my mom will correct me if I got, if I get this wrong, but oh, she's lurking now. So she can't, but um, my grandmother and grandfather were hiking on a mountain. Uh, I think this was before they even had kids and my grandfather slipped on some moss and started like slipping and falling possibly off the side of a mountain. And my grandma was just at the top giggling. <laughs> so, <laughs> and we have a long way to go as, as, as people. <laughs> fun, fun, fun family, really anyway, fun family. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, fun family. Uh, well, Danae, we should uh, move on considering I do have a second shot appointment that I do need to get oh to. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, so let's go ahead and move on to the okay. A topic. This shouldn't take us too long to talk about. Uh, this, is the, this is the topic for today. When's the last time you ate something and immediately knew it would be responsible for your poor health for years to come? Um, <laughs> just that feeling of, oh, no, this is way too good. I'm going to be eating this all the time now. Uh, I had that experience this weekend. There's a new biscuit place in town uh, oh, called no. Big Biscuit, I think. Aaron, we live in the same town. What you're I know, telling me is I so know. dangerous right now. <laughs> I understand. Uh, it'll help for you to know I meant in the uh, the greater Springfield area. Uh, not necessarily, uh, you know, where we're at. But anyhow, they have something on the menu called a loaded sticky biscuit. Hang on, I'm writing this down. <laughs> loaded sticky what does, biscuit. What does the loaded mean? First of all, their biscuits are amazing, as you would consider. They are a biscuit place. They're called Big Biscuit. I think they are a chain. So this may apply to more people uh, than just local here. I could be wrong about that, but I believe they are a chain. Behold, my amazing handwriting. Start with one of their amazing biscuits. And then to load the sticky biscuit, it includes (laughs) butter, uh, cinnamon, um, some sort of like brown sugar, molasses kind of syrup kind of thing that's on it. Pecans. Uh, It was possibly the best thing i've ever had i was like i just i took one bite 
I looked at my wife and I went, oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. This is terrible. I'm going to have to get one of these every day. Uh, Uh, Yeah. So anyway, have you ever felt like that though, where you're like, oh, this is so good that I am in such trouble. Um, Maybe that's just somebody who, you know, struggles with their health. Like I, or not with health, but with weight and that kind of stuff like I do. But Nick says this happens every time. I eat bacon. Yeah, no, that's yeah. Sonic says I know right away when I eat something and will be and will be my poor health in ten minutes. In ten minutes, yes, <laughs> yep. that's a more immediate thing. Uh, Greg says if I had a biscuit place, I would name it Risk It for the Biscuit, <laughs> which sounds exactly <laughs> like what. Of course. Oh, yeah. baklava. Oh yeah, mm. I'm super with you on baklava. That stuff mm-hmm. is dangerous. Yeah. Bread in general has been mentioned several times. Um, kinder buenos have been that way for me. Those things are so. So good. Is it kind of kinder? Kinder? kinder. I thought it's kind- I the, kinder. Is that yeah, the right. egg that has like the toys in it, and then it's the the chocolate? I didn't know. Uh, bu- it's a bueno. Is like a. It's like it's a candy. It's a type of like a chocolate candy. Right, but I, isn't there I a think, toy in it? No. I thought want, that was maybe I not. Hope maybe not. not no, no, no. I no. <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think in America they're not allowed to put the toy in right. it, but in other That's countries it. the toy is inside the That's egg. It. Yeah, but in America they were year. like, "No, you no. can't put toys in our children's candy." <laughs> no, they will eat it. <laughs> they will eat it. We're not. We can't train our children to know the difference between eating a toy and eating chocolate. Polly uh, said, uh, first time for a cheese Danish that happened." Mm, Danish is a good one. Raspberry Danish is very similar for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jose says Korean fusion in Austin has an amazing kimchi burger with pork and fried egg. Mm, mm-hmm, Kinder mm-hmm. like kindergarten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kinder egg. Uh, Miguel says, we just got a new place called I Heart Mac and Cheese. I had a baked mac and cheese sandwich with slow cooked short rib, white what? cheddar, and American cheese and barbecue sauce. What? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> this whole uh, topic is terrible for me. I know. This is so bad. Oh. I, I'm, I'm, uh, Greg is begging you guys to have some gluten-free treat suggestions because <laughs> the struggle is re- real over there. Sorry. Sorry. Every time Tyler buys a 24-pack of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, listen. I, yeah. That, listen, I don't drink. I gave up drinking um, pop in college, and I'll occasionally have a sip of, you know, whatever my wife has or whatever occasionally. But uh, Dr. Pepper is the one that could bring me back. I re- Especially like a vanilla or cream soda Dr. Pepper. Oh, that is that is some top-notch stuff. Dago says Tim Tams for me. I have yeah. to avoid those at all costs. Once I picked up my breakfast, it becomes a 3,000-calorie breakfast. That's not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I swear this loaded sticky biscuit was probably about 3,000 calories. It's Mick says, so good. I thank God every day that Cinnabon in my town is not a convenient <laughs> drive. Yes. Cinnabon, man. I remember walking into a gas station that was part mm-hmm. Cinnabon, part gas station. And just all I had to do was stand in the doorway and just smell. Yeah. And I felt like I had a Cinnabon. This is the loaded sticky biscuit is Cinnabon, except for a biscuit instead of the cinnamon roll. And I think it's better. I, for whatever reason, there's something flakier and lighter about a biscuit that for me works so much better with all those flavors and, and taste. I like cinnamon rolls, but that's more of a bread. And this is a like that flaky biscuit. I don't know. I just, I was like, this is better than Cinnabon, um, which is saying a lot for me because I love Cinnabon. Oh my gosh. Well, this has sufficiently ruined me because <laughs> I am so hungry. So this place also has another treat that we got called a bonut. Uh, a bonut is a biscuit 
dipped in French toast covering. So like the eggs and, you know, the, like you would okay. dip a French toast slice. Yeah. Fried yeah, okay. and then powder sugar on top. It is incredible. Not as good as the loaded sticky biscuit, but still great. So there you go. The, the powdered sugar is a little much for me. That's a little, little sweet. But, the you know, any fried bread is going to work wonders for me. So there you go. Uh, we have a lot of comments on you saying soda pop or pop. I just said pop because uh, that's what it's called. Danae is now putting up uh, people having the conversation. It's just, like I love how people pretend this is not something everybody knows that people call this different <laughs> things across the country. <laughs> like, you know, Northerners call it pop. That is not a, that is not a surprise. And I'm a it's, Northerner. I come from the North. I come from the North. I'm the king of the North. Uh, Matt says, after going to Italy and having authentic, fresh prosciutto di Parma, I was hooked. I looked everywhere in Springfield to find a place that had fresh sliced Italian prosciutto, not prepackaged. I could only find one place, which is the big brown derby on Glenstone. Thank you for the shout out. Um, I would get half a pound of Parmesan <laughs> wedge and some crusty bread. It's <laughs> my kryptonite. That's what I'm talking about. That is what I am talking about. <laughs> that feeling. Oh. Like there's um, nothing I can do. Some love for the soda from R1 Ma 78 who says sodas for baking, pop is for drinking. Thank you. Thank you. Brits agree with you saying pop. I know you do. That's because you Tyler Brits know what, what it's all about. There People you go. Coming up for you. Thanks. Um, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us, especially since we kind of did things in a strange order today. We kind of went more natural, like just started jumping into you questions and having conversation. Um, we really appreciate you guys being here. Uh, every Monday at 9 a.m. Central on, on whatever platform you're watching from, whether it's YouTube or Facebook or Twitch or Periscope slash just Twitter. Are you closing up? Because we haven't done any you questions. And I've well, got, but I've we got already a little bit did of time. some you questions. I thought we were leaving now. No, no, no. I, I just, here's the, here's the reason. I'd be fine. But I know, like, I thought Mariella and somebody else said, I have my you question for today. Like, they were excited oh, okay. to okay, get okay, a you okay, question. Okay. So, so let's go ahead and give, like, five, ten more minutes. Okay. And if you if you have a you question, you know, perhaps you're excited about or whatever, pop that in the chat right now and we'll go ahead and address those. I do have to get going for my shot eventually, but uh, I scheduled it a little bit later uh, today so that that we would have time if we went long on the show. So but I appreciate you, you know, thinking about that and and kind of and we did kind of do a lot of like interaction and that kind of stuff. But I did want to give people a just a chance. And, it, and if not, then that's fine. We'll we'll close up shop and. And be ready to go. If nobody but, uh, has any questions. That's fine. No pressure. <laughs> I'm not worried. <laughs> um. Okay. There's just Here's, oh Coke. Coke. We have a Coke vote from Polly. That is the one that confuses me the most because it's a brand. But then I think, but you call other brand names like you say Q-tips and Kleenex, and like you understand how a brand becomes synonymous with something, right? Right. So it's but it's just weird for me to think of Coke becoming synonymous with pop that that's just interesting mariella uh, asks do you did you watch the interview now for the future of those people who are listening to shoe the dough in 2027 um <laughs> uh, uh we're talking about the interview with uh harry and um why can't i think of her name else and megan um that just happened with oprah where they kind of revealed their experience of essentially the reasons, some of the reasons that led to them kind of leaving the Royal family. Yeah. People are shooketh. Yeah. They'd be, a, they'd, be, they'd be shooketh. The answer to your question is no, I did not watch the interview. I haven't watched it. Uh, I am the Royals interest me vaguely. And I think what I find interesting about them is more socioeconomical 
uh, more political, more kind of governmental than the the inner workings of their lives and spilling the tea on you know who hates who and that kind of all that kind of stuff. I don't know that that gets under my skin a little bit because that's the personal stuff that doesn't impact me. All it does is make me able to go ooh, and I'm I'm just not I don't care. Like I, I get that somebody needs to care. Somebody needs to have those conversations. Somebody needs to have, you know, uh, reconciliation, uh, consequence, all those kind of things. But it's not me. I don't play a role in that. So, like, I don't know, gossipy kind of stuff has never appealed to me. Who's marrying who? What about their children? Is it, you know, Benefer or, you know, whatever. Like, that stuff, I, I just, I don't know. It annoys me. I get, I get the human aspect of it, but it's just annoying to me. So, no, I did not watch it. And I, uh. I don't know that I plan to. So, Danae? I usually don't, but I think I might actually yeah. watch this one. Yeah. yeah. There's just some, I think it's brave whenever someone breaks such a, a huge pattern. There's got to be a reason for it. And I think my curiosity is is truly peaked. Sure. Um, Not in a way where I'm going to watch it looking for reasons to hate or judge, but just mostly like, oh, this is really interesting. And of course, it's just their conversation. I don't know if anything's going to come, you know, from it, if, if there's going to be responses from uh, the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. But I find what I find to be really interesting is any family or any organization where someone breaks out and is willing to talk about it, even though there will be backlash. Sure. Because I think that requires a level of bravery. Um, I mean, I just can't even imagine. I can't imagine it. And so yeah. for me, watching those things is mostly just finding ways to empathize or sympathize with um, people who have clearly made a decision that was not easy to make. There's some good comments on this. Uh, Lolly says, I'm with Aaron. I can only put so much energy into celebrity gossip. I'm happy they left, which is kind of what you're talking about, because mm-hmm. the British tabloids are awful. Uh, and then uh, Sonic says, look, if you know history, an interview with Oprah is much better than a 15-year war. That's true, too. And when like. If you take the idea of, you know, celebrity gossip, the royals, that kind of stuff, that the idea that we live in a culture now where we just spill tea rather than spilling blood, that I I, I like that. I would rather we spill tea than blood. Um, but yeah, it's it's still I don't know. There's still something about it I wish we would get over. But um, but you're right. There yeah, is something about people. There's something people walking about away. this that's different than just to me, at least. You're, right. no, maybe, you're not wrong. Maybe I'm really naive though, like because I don't keep up with British drama. I don't. I, I mean, I have what I would say a normal interest in the royal family because I just it's like the normal like. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. They have a queen. Like that's an interesting thing for me. Uh, but I don't. I'm, I'm not in it. I'm not in it. Understanding like hierarchies right. and all this stuff. I don't. You know, I don't even understand the politics of it. Yeah. You know, like what kind of authority is had and all that. Um, so. Mine would probably be more on the superficial drama side of things, mm-hmm. but there's something that feels just very different about this. And um, I think I'm looking at um, I think I'm looking at young people that are in my peer range mm-hmm. who are willing to talk about topics that are very likely considered taboo by others, and to talk about it on that level to that many people. Um, I, I I don't know. It's just that's what's interesting to me, I think. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I think there it's is... important. Because so Megan talked about having suicidal thoughts, for example. Yes, that's valuable. That's, that is so that's so valuable because so many people need to know that uh 
anyone can struggle with having suicidal thoughts. And so for her to say, for example, that she didn't have the support that she needed in those dark moments, Mm -hmm. which of course would be a sign that you need to find another way to have support. um, Like, I don't know, that's really, that's really interesting to me because it's important to talk about it, but I don't know that, uh, I don't know that previous generations would talk about suicide because it's seen taboo. And that's not even talking about the racial stuff. That's just mental health stuff. Uh, and you're, you're absolutely right. Every time we we talk about suicide, um, if you struggle with suicidal thoughts of any kind, um, help is available. You can talk to somebody. I, I know many people who have called this line and have had really healthy conversations. The number is 800-273-8255. You can also go to suicidepreventionlifeline.org or any just search suicide help or suicide hotline. There's so much you can chat with somebody if you don't want to call someone. There's a lot of resources. So please don't think that you are alone in having dark thoughts, um, but you are valuable and uh, worthwhile to be on this planet. And you can just talk to somebody about what you have going on in your mind. And that tends to help a lot. So I just wanted to say that before we go on. I want to uh, echo what you said, Danae. And I think what you're saying is completely appropriate. And uh, to uh, fall into what I've talked about earlier, I'm, I am glad to apologize and change my thoughts on this because there is a a way that it can sound like keep that to yourself. That's not what I mean. I, I want people to be open about their struggles, about what they're going through, um, and finding that line between spilling the tea uh, versus like um, doing an interview where you talk about your own struggles and those kind of things uh, is really important. And important. and I think Lolly uh, talks about that as well. Uh, saying, Danae, you're not wrong. This is different given the Prince Andrew scandal. The fact people are bothered about Megxit shows how press treats women of color versus how they treat the establishment. There's a racial element to this that is very important to talk about. So, yeah, yeah I, I think I let my hate of celebrity gossip uh, overwhelm the fact that there's some some good stuff going on here with having this conversation. Understandable, um, though. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, there are times totally. whenever I'll have you'll like you'll read something or you'll watch something and then give mm-hmm. me the cliff notes because it's just not my bag of tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, tea. <laughs> it's um, all about tea. So maybe maybe it's my turn. I'll watch the interview and then give you the the highlight. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine if you want to. I will also say I'm very excited. Starting next year in 2022, uh, we will have 988 uh, for suicide prevention so you won't Ooh. have to remember a big long number it'll just be 988 Ooh, um, that's cool. starting I in 2022 so yeah they passed that through uh last year they're was getting there, everything in place so was there yep. another you question you wanted to get to i know i see one from lolly but yeah let's do that one let's finish with that one and then uh then we'll kind of move out uh it is uh international women's day and so lolly asks how are you going to honor she spelled honor wrong. I don't know. You know, <laughs> <laughs> International Women's Day. Uh, it's a good question. Uh, first of all, woke up this morning, didn't even know that it was today. Yeah. So I'm that person. I'm lame. But then I saw it on Twitter and I thought, oh, it's probably yesterday because I always miss the days. But mm-hmm. turns out it's actually today. Uh, I don't know yet. Um, I did start off my day reading some really interesting things that other people people are putting in the news on today. Like for example, Burger King UK started off the day by tweeting women belong in the kitchen. Hmm. Um, And then going on to add to it after a little bit, 
that they're launching a new scholarship program to help female Burger King employees pursue culinary dreams. So it was like part of a purpose. So yeah, it's tro- it's a it's a troll with a punchline. Troll. Yeah. I also was reading about a, a a pastor who had some really interesting things to say about women from the pulpit. And interesting. Excuse. No. No. Not interesting. Mm. Terrible. Oh um, my gosh! I, I just. It's, it's this, really. It, yeah. It was so bad. It triggered Aaron. And I. I was so my blood was boiling. I started to like, I started to read the points of it, and I right before the show started, I was like, "So apparently, how I'm celebrating Women's Day is reading about how not to talk about women." <laughs> <laughs> so I hope to just shift it into a different gear uh, and maybe find a way to celebrate women. Um, I might do something with Iris later. We have a cool book that we read about su- like women superheroes and how they're smart and strong and. Uh, problem solvers and stuff. So I might just spend some intentional time continuing to make sure that she has a well-rounded approach. (laughs) Yeah, It's not all about being cute and pretty, but uh, International Women's Day uh, website has some really good ideas. And I had just clicked on it before the show started where you can get involved in different missions and partners and things like that. So I'm I'm actually going to um, either make a donation on that website today or try to get involved in something going on on social media. Uh, I may watch uh, Ryan the Last Dragon a couple more times. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. It's a great International Women's Day movie. Not um, everybody wants to spend 30 bucks to do so, but that's a great that is idea. True. That is true. Uh, but if you spent the 30 bucks, you might as well watch it five times, right? Maybe right. I'll go watch some Beyonce. She's like, if I ever want to feel women empowerment, I just, Queen Michelle B. Obama, just yeah. Beyonce, and I'm go good. With, yep. Go with the Queens. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you very much for hanging out with us this morning. Uh, I'm going to go get fully vaccinated and uh, we're going to continue <laughs> <Waxinated>, on. Vaccinated, <laughs> Aaron. No I, no, I am definitely not getting vaccinated. That is definitely <laughs> not happening. Uh, so, yeah, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. As Danae mentioned, you can check us out on Twitter. Uh, you can watch this show on YouTube, Twitter, uh, Twitch, or that other social media network. If you prefer, <laughs> we do broadcast to all of them. And uh, if you want to know when we go live, make sure you subscribe, hit the bell, get notifications, all that kind of stuff, uh, so that you know if we ever do a someday again. And the show is on Monday and some days at 9 a.m. Central at all those places. And uh, you can join TMD- Team DNA uh, at Patreon dot com slash studio dna we are eight members of team dna away from our next uh goal which would, adventure which would, uh, have us doing some dungeons and dragons uh, for you guys so uh so yeah that's uh five bucks a month to be a Although, member of team honestly DNA. i'm thinking about changing it because i want to play dungeons and dragons sooner and that goal is not being <laughs> met very quickly so we might have to change our goal well we'll, we'll talk about it we'll if talk about it if you have ideas send us messages you can see all of our contact information below um and thanks guys we'll see you another monday or someday see you on the next monday or someday bye Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can even also be a member of way. Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. 
Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.